Welcome to the Kill Rock Podcast. This is episode 32 featuring Andrew Andrade from Riser Die Promotions. Before we get started with the episode, I just want to let you guys know that today's episode of the Kill Rock Podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. AudibleTrial.com slash KillRock is your place to get your free 30-day trial and free audiobook download and support the Kill Rock Podcast all at the same time. AudibleTrial.com slash Kill Rock. She's asleep on my
Welcome to the Kill Rock Podcast. Like I said in the pre-roll, this is episode 32 featuring Andrew Andrade from Riser Diet Promotions. That was Good Luck Varsity with their new song, uh, Hail Sham Pavilion. I hope I'm getting that right. Uh, Hail Sham Pavilion. They released it over the weekend. Man, it's kind of sad that this is most likely their last record. And that uh, they're not, they're, you know, they might write music together again sometime, but not for a really long time. And it's sad because I feel like uh, for myself listening to this album, yeah, I have the album. Uh, I'm not allowed to share it with anyone, but I do have it. And I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to hype it. I'm going to hype it. It's probably the best stuff that they've ever written. And if you're a big fan of the EPs they released a long time ago, uh, you'll be a fan of this. And you'll probably love this more than anything they've ever written. So uh, I'm not allowed to really talk about too much about the album, but it is a great album. And Hailsham uh, Pavilion is an amazing song. So we had to play it here at the Kill Rock Podcast. And yeah... Like I said, it is sad that uh, this is most likely their last album, but it's really exciting because we had Wasim, uh, drummer of Good Luck Varsity, on the show, and uh, he uh, talked about a new project that he's doing. Uh, I haven't been able to catch up with him in the last couple weeks, uh, and we haven't been able to do a Warped show in a while because uh, just, you know, circumstances. Circumstances suck, but, you know... It'll work out in the end. Uh, but he has some exciting stuff coming up. Ryan Scott Graham, guitar player and one of the vocalists in Good Luck Varsity. Uh, as a lot of people know, he's been playing with State Champs for over the last year. Uh, doing Warp Tour, doing their European tour with Newfound Glory. Which I'm sure that is a great honor for him as well as State Champs, the band. But uh, Ryan Scott Graham also got signed uh, for his little solo project that he's been doing for quite some time, a few years now, uh, Speak Low If You Speak Love, uh, got signed to uh, Pure Noise, which is amazing. Um, same label as State Champs, uh, I believe. Super stoked for Ryan Scott Graham. We are working on getting him on the show sometime soon. Uh, I've been in contact with him and uh, it's just, you know, scheduling scheduling is kind of difficult right now everyone's busy and uh you know it's funny not a lot of bands are going to be hitting california uh until mid-february or so so we don't have too many shows to go to until then because most tours are going to be starting up you know mid-january uh early february you know california dates take some time to hit up sometimes but we are super excited for state champs ap magazine uh they, I guess they voted. They voted uh, State Champs' future album of 2015 uh, one of the more anticipated albums of the year. So that's super exciting. They're a good little band, and they have the potential of being a great band, a great big band, sometime in the future. So keep on the lookout for State Champs. Uh, keep on the lookout for the new Good Luck Varsity album that should be hitting uh, the internet. It, sometime in 2015 
We're going to cut uh, the monologue a little bit short this week because we are super excited to have Andrew Andrade onto this show. Rise or Die Promotions, you have probably seen him and his crew out uh, in the Boston area or anywhere in that you know, Eastern time zone, I guess, uh, handing out the Rise or Die compilation albums. He is going to talk about them more in the interview. But before we get to the interview, I just want to let you guys know that besides audibletrial.com slash killrock, there is another way you could help support us here at the Kill Rock Podcast. All you have to do after downloading, after subscribing, after uh, you know sharing with your friends, those three are top things you could do. Rate and reviewing, though, that is super important uh, for analytics and whatnot. Uh, if you rate and review the Kill Rock Podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, anywhere, it helps get the Kill Rock Podcast on those little lists that, uh, you know, iTunes and Stitcher have, as well as Podomatic. So if you rate and review after subscribing and sharing with your friends, uh, that would totally help us out here at the Kill Rock Podcast. Uh, also, if you have any suggestions on how we could possibly make the Kill Rock Podcast better, you could email us personally at kill.rock.podcast at gmail.com. And if you are in a band, in an independent band, and you want your music played on the air, kill.rock.podcast at gmail.com. You could email us there. Email us with your bio, with any news, anything you want us to talk about regarding your band, and good jams. Send us good jams. We will play for sure if you have good jams. So kill.rock.podcast at gmail.com. That is the best way for you to submit your music. And if we love you enough, uh, and if you guys have some exciting things coming up, we'd love to get you on the show and talk to you and interview you and, you know, spread the word about your band. That's all we want to do is spread the word about your band. And that's all Andrew Andrade wants to do for with Rise or Die Promotions. He wants to help share your band. That is one thing we have in common. That is one goal that we want to be that we want fulfilled to have your band make it so with no further ado we are going to play a song off uh one of the rise or die promotion compilations this band is called i ignite they are on the save anything you can uh compilation from rise or die promotions this song is called lost in the sound here on the kill rock podcast
the kill rock podcast today we have andrew owner ceo of uh rise or die well andrew how you doing today hey how's it going man i'm doing very well thank you so you're sitting out there in boston wearing a colorado avalanche jersey uh <laughs> i'm sitting out here wearing my duck shirt um how's life out in boston how's the weather is it cold hot whatever you know it it's pretty Pretty cold, man. Um, not gonna lie, you know. I, I I'm a big firm believer on manning up too. I wear shorts and sandals throughout the entire year, but lately, you know, I've just been putting on pants. You know, it's pretty cold. <laughs> is it one of those things? You're on the East Coast. Uh, cold is different for you guys than it is for us over here. I would assume so. You know, I've, I haven't been out west a whole whole lot. Um, furthest I've got was like, well, actually, I've been to Texas, but like okay. I, um. I would say that we probably embrace the cold a little better than most, I would say. I, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, it is uh, 61 out here. I don't I don't know if that feels nice for you or not, but it's, it's pretty <laughs> yeah, good out here. Pretty, pretty here so, yeah. We, we could see our breath when we breathe outside right now, so that's pretty cold for us. <laughs> yeah, we can see our breaths inside of our houses. So. <laughs> Let's talk about Rise or Die. Uh, you guys uh, – you guys make compilation albums, uh, and you hand them out at shows, tours, and stuff like. Am I right? Yeah, big national tours. So we try to help out the you know smaller independent guys that are you know out there just trying to make a name for themselves, just you know spreading their name around social media, but don't really have another way to go. You know, right. they're not trying to they're not trying to sell you know thirty forty tickets to play with a big name because you know they might not be there yet. You know. Mm. Um, just trying to offer, uh, you know, another level of promotion that most people wouldn't think of to offer, you know? Right. Um, how do those bands get on these compilation albums? So, I mean, normally, you know, we, we have our Facebook page, which, you know, if you are if you follow us on, on our Facebook page, we do put up a status just saying, like, hey, listen, we decided to do this tour here. You know, we're looking for bands of, of you know, this kind of genre. These ba- You know, we're, it's going to be targeted to this tour. Um uh, if it's something that you guys would be interested in being a, a part of and being promoted at, you know, if you if you would benefit from having your music handed out to the fans of these bands, then come on and hang out. But normally, honestly, we go through and we actually we actually go through and, and find new bands. We pick them out. We say, hey, listen, uh, you know, found you guys just kind of scrolling the web, and uh, you know, I noticed you guys are influenced by these bands. I, I heard your tracks, you know, um, and that's really you know, it's it's usually we pick them out. But you know, like I said, if you're if you're lucky and you you know you see our post. You can always people can always inquire. You know, we have a website too that we try to keep up with and, and put uh, put up there what we are going to be promoting at, so people can just sign up via uh, our website. Now, is there like some sort of fee that the bands have to pay to get on it, or is is it just like, hey, get on it, here you go, and then you guys find the money somewhere else to be able to promote these? Yeah, so that's the cool part, you know, about what we do, and and, and it it, it kind of polarizes us, obviously, because you know there's a lot of people out there that are gonna say, you know, I'll never pay to be a part of a compilation. But right. the way that I look at it, you know, realistically, man, is is you're, we don't ask bands to pay to be part of a compilation. What we ask bands to throw some money is to contribute towards the manufacturing of the CD. Like I said, we print up we print up fifteen hundred copies of the CD, and like I said, they're they're a full color cardboard jacket, full color CD art. So it's it's something professional that you know you're not going to find 
you know, normally on a, on a compilation scene, you know what I mean? Unless it's, unless it's put out by a major record label. So with what, what we do is we just charge, we ask for the bands to throw us just 10 cents per CD that we hand out. Um, so that way, you know, it's like throwing a dime at someone to say, hey, listen, you're at this show, listen to my music, you'll like it. But more in a, more in a nice connecting kind of physical way, you know. Right. Um, you, can, you can target ads via Facebook all day, but guess what? You're still going to pay for those ads. You're still going to pay to get your music out there. So with this, it's like you can, you can put your money into that kind of, you know, online promotion or you can put it with someone who, you know, had a college dorm idea in, in Boston that said, hey, you know what? Let's do it physical. You know, there's kids from all around the country. Facebook is such a good way to just connect with, you know, people. And, and, you know, it's been great. You know, we have a great street team that goes out there and hands out. But we do ask for some money. Um, we ask some tiers um, on the CD as well because, obviously, towards the beginning of the CD, people get a little bit more value out of that. So if you're the first band on the CD, uh, we ask for, like, about 250 bucks. You know what I mean? Not, not bad. Think about it. Like, what, 20 cents a CD, I think it is, um, you know, that's being handed out, which could be huge. I mean, we've done... Uh, these compilations, we've done 10, I think, in the past, like, four months, um, and just some of the people that we've actually handed the CDs out to, you know, have been incredible, like, uh, Spencer from Ice Nine Kills, he was featured on, on the first track with the band, um, uh, this band, Ataxia, they were featured on the, uh, Memphis Mayfire Yellow Card Tour that happened, uh, you probably might have covered some stuff about that, but, um, I almost, I was actually supposed to talk to Emma Rosa, but things fell through, uh, last minute, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, so so it was cool that Spencer was hanging out at that show in Boston. So when I when I went over to hand out CDs, it was cool that I got to connect with him and say, hey, you know, you're on the CD. Like he supported it, man. Like he was all about the idea. He loved it. Um, you know, people like Frankie from Amir, he got a CD at the uh, Eternal Enemies tour. So it's like, you know, you're not just getting out to the crowd, but you know, you have the potential to have your music handed out. And I mean, you know, there's a lot of bands out there that are gonna aren't gonna they're gonna push their music to these you know bigger bands, but not in a way that's like kind of like. Hey, you know what? Like we're teaming up to to make something happen. It doesn't matter if you care about it or not, but guess what? We're here. You know what I mean? So, um, it's cool to to have that approach. And uh, you know, like I said, this does polarize us, but it it definitely shows who's passionate about getting their music out there and who's passionate about their band versus making a quick buck. You know? Right. Sorry, I've been uh, tracking today, so I'm all <laughs> over the place. Oh yeah, we could talk about that too. You're doing a record. Um, not really. I just write raps sometimes. <laughs> we're uh, we're in the middle of making this really cool joke rap. Yeah, I, I have this YouTube channel. Um, it's kind of like a vlog slash just like randomness about my life. It's called Andrew's Clubhouse. Okay. Um, and if you get a second, you should definitely check it out. I just like to spread a lot of peace, positivity. Um, you know, just talking about passion and, and basically not sitting back and working for someone else, but going out there and, and just doing whatever makes you happy, you know? And is that how you got involved with like Rise or Die? Did you just say, hey, I don't want to yeah. work for anyone else? <laughs> You know what's funny is that I did work for I worked at you know Chili's I worked at you know Fridays I worked at Bank of America I worked at I've I've had you know jobs you know what I mean right. it's not that I've just jumped into this and but I've I've slowly managed it to get to the point where I was like okay I'm just gonna focus forty like you know ninety hours of my week to make this happen because it's what I want you know what I mean um, I don't want money I want to be happy so it's uh it's it's cool you know it's it's awesome especially running a pretty much like a nonprofit you know what I mean yeah. like yeah I make obviously I have to live but there's not like we're not like you know we're never gonna get to the point where we're like selling stocks and all that stuff you know what I mean like it's yeah. it is like nonprofit like the, we 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 team up to make a, a um a free giveaway possible so 
Um, and we, we, we're going to start trying to push like some, some shirts and stuff like that. You know, we have bumper stickers and stuff on our, on our website, which is cool. But, um, you know, like I said, we're not trying to, we're more about spreading the word. And, uh, I feel like when money's not involved, you know, they don't, you don't have the politics, you don't have the, you know, you just have the straight, you know, passion. So yeah, money always gets in the way, especially of good business. Definitely. Uh, Yeah. uh, I mean, just like my graphic designer, for instance, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like he, for me, it's like, you know, you, you you need graphic design you need a good graphic design and when you get into graphic design you know you shouldn't get into it you know expecting all this money but like you have to live you know what i mean yeah. you have to you can't do you can't do what you do you know for free obviously and so um it's it is it's like such a weird line you know um, when it comes to, to business and money and, and doing things with especially related to entertainment it's like where's the line of, of is it is it just for your entertainment or is it for my pocket you know Right, and I, I, I have the best example. I think I've said it a couple times on the show. Uh, when I was working at IndieVisionMusic.com, me and my buddy, we would go out and we'd film interviews. Like, we worked with Under Oath, The Chariot, yada, yada, yada. Um, and it was fun, and he even said it was the best time of his life. But at the same time, he was working for a drum company that wasn't paying him. He was working odd jobs that weren't paying him. And this obviously wasn't paying him because I wasn't even getting paid. So it's like, you know what, we got to stop this because he has to go get paid for what, you know, he loves to do, not just right. go around and waste his time and shoot videos, no matter how much he loves doing it for free. He's good at it. So yeah. why not get paid for it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I feel this. It, exactly. And that's the, that's how it was with Mark too. Mark's still my designer. He still helps me out, but I couldn't keep him here in the office just because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't just looking possible, you know what I mean? Which obviously it sucks, but you keep going at it. You keep, you know, changing up your uh, approach and, and make, you know, make it happen, you know? Now let's talk about these bands. Um, how many, how many bands, how many compilations have you guys done so far? So I started doing compilations in 2011. Um, when I was in school, I was going to Bay State College in, in Boston. And, uh, you know, that was obviously years ago now. Um, but, I would say in total, like over the years, because like 2012 was kind of slow. Yeah. 2013 was also like kind of slow. We only did like probably six or seven for the entire year. Um, this year was so incredible for us. You know, it was so awesome to see so many bands, you know, jump on. And we did so many compilations. Um, I would say in total, we've worked we've worked with easily over 400 bands oh wow just this year or in total no i would say in total in total this year this year um since i think august or september uh we've we've done like 10 official like through um an outside you know uh uh, manufacturer um that you know made the the full color cardboard i'll send you a bunch in the mail as well so you have them Um, oh please do I'd uh, i'd love to give them away to our our fans yeah, I definitely will. I have a you know a couple handfuls of each left, you know, um, that I like to keep just for moments like this, and awesome. uh, just to send out to like college radios and stuff like that. Um, and uh, and yeah, um, <laughs> we've done so. Like I would say this year we probably worked with like like two two fifty, probably two hundred and fifty bands. Jeez, it's a lot. Yeah, of it's been cool. All the bands, um, give or take, yeah, all the bands are um, on. Uh, our uh, Bandcamp, which is uh, official official.rodr.bandcamp.com. Now, have any of these bands found at least a little bit of success out of this? Uh, especially since August. Have have they come to you and said, Hey, Andrew, thank you so much for putting us on this. This and this has happened since. You know, I mean, a lot of people... 
Okay, so the, the thing that I tell a lot of bands, too, is that, like, don't expect to see, like, a bunch of likes on your Facebook. You know, that's the number one thing is that people, I, I feel like people measure success by likes on Facebook. And that's, you know, definitely in a music scene, you know, when you're when you're solely an online-based band that, like, let's say a studio project or someone that only promotes via online, then, yeah, maybe you'll, you'll expect to obviously see likes and, and you know, because that's where you're mostly focusing on. But with this being a more physical thing, you have to think about it and be like, Okay, there's going to be people that are going to get the CD. I mean, let's say half of them listen to it. That's 750 people. They might not. There's bands that I love that I don't. I, I don't even like on Facebook. I, I you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, but I mean, so when it comes to like measuring success that way, I would say that a, a lot of bands come to me and say, like, once they get the physical CD, they're like, man, this is so cool. Thank you so much for letting us be a part of it. You know, I'm so like so glad. Um, you know, some bands have definitely um, seen, um, had people reach out to them and be like, hey, just so you guys know, like, you're my new favorite band, which if I was in a band and someone came to me and said that, I would just be like, boom, I did it. Like, that's, that yeah. is success. You know what I mean? Totally um, but, um, but then, you know, you have the bands that, you know, luckily for us, yeah, like Major League is signed to a major label now. They were on our very first compilation that we ever did oh, in 2011. Wow. I can't say that I, I was the one to, you know. But obviously, when you're a band and you're investing in yourself and you're you're making things happen that other bands aren't, that's when you're getting attention, and that's when you're going to be noticed by a, a bigger, you know, a bigger thing, you know. Right. Um, and I think that's where we help bands get to the position, at least, you know, kind of help them up the ramp a little bit to say like, okay, let's differentiate you from other bands. You know what I mean? Now, is that a hard sell to get the bands on your compilation, uh, especially if they have to spend money? I, honestly, man, I, it's not. It's not really? at all. Um, it no, no. I mean, it really isn't. Um, I don't really. Also, I don't think of it as a sale. Um, okay. Like I said, I mean, I know it is a sale, but like yeah. uh, when it when it where it's a nonprofit um, kind of organization thing where we're not selling the CDs, they it's easy to understand. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, um, here I'll walk you through how I talk to a band. You know, okay. just so you can understand and, and be in their point of view. So when I call them up, or I, I like to get them on the phone too. I don't. I don't do mostly online just because there's no personal connection there. Right. And, and the whole point of this is a personal connection. So um, I call them up and I'm like, hey, man, um, you know, obviously make a little conversation with them. And, um, you know, I ask them, I say, hey, well, for instance, um, what's what's one of your favorite bands? Like when, when you were in a band, what was one of your Ooh. biggest influences? Well, Thrice is a huge deal out here. It's, okay. It's a huge deal in my heart, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so So perfect. Perfect example. Hey, man. Um, Thrice is going to be doing their spring tour coming up, and uh, we're looking for some bands that have been influenced, influenced or inspired by, you know, Thrice. Would you say that getting your music out to the fans of, of Thrice would that benefit you guys as a band? It definitely would, yeah. I mean, definitely. So, yeah. I mean, what I we're doing over here that we'd love for you to be a part of is we're going to be putting together a compilation album. It's going to have twenty bands on it. Um, they're all, you know, all of them are going to be inspired by, influenced by Thrice, you know, the rest of the bands on the, on the, the touring bill. And we're not only going to hand this out at one area, we're actually going to be handing out to seven different states, different, different areas of the tour, um, you know, a physical, physical approach. So, I mean, you know, not that you have to, but this is, you know, obviously a, a kind of a team up approach where, um, we don't make any money off the CD. So, you know, each band kind of just contributes a small amount just so we're able to put together a two to $3,000 project, right. you know, at that rate, 150 bucks is nothing, you know, yeah. and, and think about it too. If you're in a five-person band, thirty bucks a person isn't going to kill you. You know what I mean? Like you can work at McDonald's and be able to throw thirty dollars, you know, <laughs> into a, a promotion. And that's the other thing that really sells us too is that like it, it is it's it's inexpensive when it when you break it down by per, per band member. You know right. what I mean? Thirty bucks is like okay. Let's let's each throw in thirty. Let's see if this will do something for us, you know. And when they get the physical pieces and they and they see the the video because we we have videographers come out with us to our handouts sometimes and uh and you know kind of do a, 
help our help us with our handouts and um, document it so so people can really see the reactions from people when we're giving them the CDs, you know, like, oh, like, oh, this is cool. Like, you know what I mean? And then we'll get people to, you know, shout our name on video. And, and it's it's a cool, you know, community that we've that we put together. I think, I, okay, I'll tell you one thing. I, I think that's really awesome because uh, from my past experience with my old band, uh, there was a, I think it was just, a, it was either an ad agency or just a PR type deal where they're trying to get a hundred bands to be on a full page spread of AP magazine. And I think they charged us about a hundred dollars for us. We were, a uh, we were a, uh, four piece. So it's $25 each. Great. Mm-hmm. The, uh, no one could see this. Cause obviously this is audio, but you could see me. It was like this big of a square with our picture yeah, on it. Yeah. And if you guys, I... it was a thumbnail. That's all it was Yeah, with our links and stuff. It didn't help us at all, but <clears throat> Getting people to listen to our music this way, even though, yeah, not everyone's probably going to listen to it, but there's going to be some that actually do because they appreciate free stuff. I and think... they appreciate the power of a compilation CD. There's so many yeah. people that say, that say, I found some of my favorite bands from compilation CDs, you know, like the Warped, yeah. like the Warped Tour sample, like compilations. Those were some of my favorite albums. Or the Take Action comps that they would give out at the, you know, Take Action tours back in the day. Mm. Or they probably still do. I don't even know if Take Action's still around. <laughs> anyway, I think it is. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I mean, man. Is that I, I see a lot of power and benefit from these compilation CDs. And, and although we are, you know, we have gotten, you know, people that say like, hey, you know, no one made, no one ever made a statue out of a critic. You right. know, I mean, you're gonna get haters, and I think that's when you know that you're obviously. <laughs> doing something different that people are going to either appreciate or, or not appreciate, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah. And if you're pushing people's music, you know, I think people appreciate you more playing their songs than just, you know, spreading things like word of mouth or I mean, well, word of mouth, but just like saying like, you know, here's a picture of this band, yada, 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 you know, if you're spreading yeah, music, exactly. you know, that's and- all bands want to do is spread their music. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I feel like we do a good thing because we don't just do it via the CD. We do it via Bandcamp as well, where right. it's free downloads, obviously. And if think about that. If every all 20 bands are going to be sharing that, all five members of the band, and you know, that's 100 people that are going to be sharing one Bandcamp page that right. now it's not – now you've got 1,000 people right from online listening to it, you know, because they want to not just hear your band but all the other bands on the CD as well, you know. Oh, like what kind of bands were they put together with? Like, oh, I want to – you know, have I heard any of any of them and stuff like that, you know. And, and it's it's especially helpful when one of the bands that we have on the CD has a feature from like a bigger band, you know, like Color Morale or, right. or whatever it may be, um, which, you know, helps get a name. But – you know, I, I love the I love the idea of just independent music, man. I don't know if it's just me, but like I love the idea of even like sometimes not the best quality tracks, but you can hear, you know, the idea of, of what they're going for. And it's like, yeah. damn, dude, that band gets produced. They're going. You know what I mean? Like, I totally and, uh, it's that, cool yeah. to and I, th- I feel like people like to hear about bands before other people do. You know, I, I feel like that's just a, you know, a cool thing is that like, hey, have you heard of this band yet? You know, and, and it's I don't know. It's a. Uh, it, 
Go ahead. <laughs> especially us, in the, especially us in this position. Don't you want to be the one that says, "Hey, I heard this band before." That's how I feel about this show because I go scouting yeah. for these independent bands to play on the show, and they'd be like, "Hey, you know, I heard you guys on the Kill Rock podcast, and now you guys are signed to Solid State, or you guys are signed to Face, or you guys are signed to Rise, or whatever." Uh, <laughs> victory, but that's a different story. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's good for us, and then our fans. They're the ones that listen to this show, the ones that get those uh, compilations from you guys. They say, hey, I heard it first here. And now they're the super fans because in their crew, they're the first ones to hear these bands. So they're now yeah. they're taking credit. It's a big, I don't even know what point I'm getting to. But <laughs> yes, I hear you. No, it's true. Yeah. I, I, have a, I have a good friend of mine, uh, Dina, who... I haven't seen in, in probably three or four years. We went to get lunch together um, uh, a few days ago, and you know she's like, "Hey, you know, I want to come up and uh, over to your house. I know, I know that you've been putting out these free CDs, and and I just went through a pretty pretty harsh breakup, you know, two years, and uh, I just need some new music, you know." And so I gave her a couple CDs. Um, you know, we had lunch, and then later on, she sent me a couple pictures of uh, of like screenshots of just bands that she was falling in love with. She's like, "Thank you so much. Like this is exactly what I needed." And like that right there, like that that's you know what I mean, like. It sucks when a band comes back and is like, hey, man, like, I didn't see, you know, nothing, you know, nothing came out of this. It's like, you don't even know, man. Like, you know, what if down the line, like a year later, someone's like, oh, my God, like, you guys are that band on that compilation CD. You know what I mean? Like, I remember that. And I, I think about it, too. I mean, seven different dates. That's a tour route. You know what I mean? Now you've now you've opened up a little bit into, like, put out some targeted ads over there now and see, like, hey, has anyone ever heard of us? Did anyone get that CD after the show? You know what I mean? Like, I think if everyone does their part and does it the right way, then this, this is going to be a, a, you know. It's such a big thing, dude, you know, especially when people kind of team up and see the, the, the point in one thing versus, you know, people saying, like, why you shouldn't do something, but, like, uh, people seeing all the benefits of, of coming together. It's so powerful, you know, and, and not even on a music level, but on a bigger kind of governmental level. I think that's what a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, instead of us all pointing fingers and saying why things are bad and why things are shitty, let's all focus on thing, on reasons why things are awesome and coming together, why why, you know ideas that we all share would be a much bigger thing you know like i don't know i mean then you wouldn't really have news articles and stuff like that but you know <laughs> no, let's talk about the titles of your compilations because i'm looking them over right now and uh volume 10 every time the ghost dies which you guys handed oh, that's out that's a funny one yeah the one that's you handed out on the violent gentleman tour right <laughs> yeah no no we handed that one out at the uh the was that one called the Violent Gentleman? That was yeah. that every time I die goes and inside. Goes inside. Yeah, it was, every, it was the Violent okay. Gentleman tour. Yeah, big. T- you know, I'm yeah, trying to so, get those guys on the show too. Violent Gentleman, great guys. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, it, it seems like you uh na- you are pretty creative with your names. Uh, basically basing them off the bands that uh, are on those tours. You know, like exactly. We are unofficial, so we can't use the band's names. We can't use the tour name. Um, because that would be too much. You know. Uh, I don't know. I would get screwed for that. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I get this you. way. And and the funny thing about that actual that uh, every time the ghost dies is that <laughs> the designer Mark and me like we like to hide things in the CD like artwork and stuff. And so um, the, on the CD itself, let me grab one for you so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Hold yeah. on. We've decided so number ten is our last one that we've done um, as of right now. And right. so we've started you know really thinking of um, let's like you know hide things artistically throughout our CDs so that people will be like. Oh, what a little clever thing. So, um, so where's like the ghost? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, where's yeah. the ghost? He's in, he's inside. Oh, I get that. 
Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it looks like, <laughs> it looks like the little Snapchat ghost. I don't know. <laughs> it's like one of those little cheesy jokes that you probably Yeah, exactly. Get. But that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that. Except people are like, oh, there's a ghost inside. Oh, the ghost inside. I don't know. That was pretty funny. That was clever. And like, we did like the save anything you can for the saves of the day, um, say anything, which right. is, you know, that was a cool one. Um, that one came out beautiful, gold and white. Yeah, obviously, like new colors for all of them, and then there was like the out. What was it? Oh, the outbreak tour, which was the Monster Energy, which was like Attila, Crown the Empire. So we did a uh, breakout. You know, just kind of like you know, underground independent artists breaking out. So breakout. That's um, good. Yeah. No. Yeah. Where do you? So when you get these bands on here, have any of them? I asked if they've broken out, but are there any that you're excited for this new August Burns Red uh, tour that you're going to have on the compilation? Um, that wouldn't, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. The number one band that normally we wouldn't have on our CDs that I decided, you know what? I can't be biased, man. You know what I mean? Like I can't, you know, I can be biased to a point, but like he really does have a lot of rock influences in his song. Um, it's, um, it's this artist. He he goes by the name, um, the hard knock life. Um, and it's, it's actually like kind of like old school Lincoln park, like kind of rap rock. Um, but it's like rap metal and I, you know, like I said, I love hearing passion in people and I love lyrics and I think this guy does a great job. Um, hard knock life. Um, you know, if you get a chance, um, we have a band, uh, from, um, England, um, who is in the top, um, you know, first five songs of the, the CD as well. Um, they're one last run. Um, they're from the UK. They are um, an awesome band. They have female fronted. So they have, um, you know, a girl singer and, you know, just, um, those are two bands you know, that sp- uh, stick out specifically. Um, the one band that I would love to give a shout out to, you know, if you if you would allow me to, is oh, yeah. um, this um, is um, Tim Tim ben- um, Tim Benson's band Second Born. I don't know if you've heard of them, but Second Born is um, Second Born. Man, you you are gonna love them, dude. They take a lot of influence from Thrice and um, Silverstein and um, um, uh, things of that nature. But Second Born is um, a totally um, they're a rock band from um, Louisiana, and they, man, when I tell you that they know how to market, dude, as an independent band, they had 20,000 Facebook followers before they played a show. Really? Yeah, that, and that's, that is something that's kind of catastrophic in the sense that you want to, like, uh, you want to learn why and how, right? I mean, it's yeah. like, uh, it's pretty interesting. You know, they just, they're a hardworking um, group that kind of un- understands that um, things take money, and and you know, luckily they are a bit older. Um, Tim has a, a music; he runs a um, a, a music lesson business. He he uh, teaches guitar, and and um, um, he he's an entrepreneur. You know, he started his own um, kind of music uh, um, uh, education, you know, center down there, and that's really really awesome. You know, to see someone, and they look so highly of us. You know, to rise or die, and they were like, hey man, you know we don't really need any money from you guys, but we want to be exclusive to you guys somehow. So if you ever decide to create a roster of bands that you're, you know, very, very close with, we would love to be one of those bands. Cause, and they've been on like four or five of our compilations, which is awesome. You know, they love it. Um, so second born, if you are into, you know, the Silverstein kind of alternative rock, definitely check, check them out. Second born. You guys heard it first year yeah. on the kill rock podcast. You know, what? I'll probably reach out to them. I mean, if you want to let them know that we'd love to play their stuff on the show. Uh, yeah, they would. So they would be so okay with that, and I'll I'll let Tim know. I can probably get him on the show as well. Sweet man, awesome. And we'll get back to Andrew in just one moment. 
But before we do that, we got to play another jam for you guys. This is the mid roll. Woo! But before we get to the next song, I gotta let you know, guys, know that audible.com is uh, a proud sponsor of the Kill Rock podcast, and we love audible.com. Audibletrial.com slash killrock. That is the best way you can help support us. All you have to do, go to that site, audibletrial.com slash killrock. Sign up. That's all you have to do. If you have an Amazon account already, it's easy. Just sign up, free 30-day trial, and a free audiobook download. You could cancel at any time, but you know what? You're not going to want to cancel. You know why? Because you're going to love the fact that you are able to purchase the most amazing audiobooks. They have The Hobbit. They have amazing music business books that I listen to daily. They have Chris Jericho's book, Best in the World at What I Have No Idea. They have C.S. Lewis. They have 150,000 titles to choose from. So go check out audibletrial.com slash killrock. Sign up. Help support the Killrock podcast. Now we're going to get to a jam from the band Secondborn in which Andrew and I talked about at the end of the last segment. This song is on Riser Dies Volume 3 compilation, Heavy Verse Light, which they handed out at the Yellow Card Memphis May Fire Tour featuring Emma Rosa. Uh, this band is called Secondborn. Here is their song, Burn the Ships. Check it out, and me and Andrew will see you on the other side.
it down to the cutting it down to the wire. Um, I want to know your top five albums of 2014. Yeah. Oh man. That's, yeah, I caught that, you off guard there, didn't I? Yeah, that's a that's a hard question, man. Um, man, I'm too biased when you ask me this question because I will tell you all Rise or Die albums because that's all I surround myself with. Um, no, I top five albums. Oh, you know what? I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll give you time to think because I wanna. I actually do want to ask you about your choosing process. Because, yeah, you reach out to these bands, but I'm pretty sure you have bands that reach out to you guys. So I'm pretty sure you get to listen to really good music at times and, and yeah, really crappy music at other times. Um, yeah. Are you, are you allowed to talk yeah. about that? <laughs> you know, I, I'm allowed to. I guess, yeah, I would be allowed to talk about it. Uh, I, I would say um, that... It's pretty much a first-come, first-served basis. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, we're not super choosy about um, kind of like who we um, put on the CDs, only because, like I said, we're, it's not about, you know, who sounds the best. It's about who is working hard and in, in going for it. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, I don't have to tell people if something's bad. They're going to just skip right. the track. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But at least it's on there so that, you know, it, it, it can be given a shot, you know? Um. <laughs> and you know i, totally I mean i'm it. not gonna say i never skipped over a track on a compilation <laughs> i mean not mine but i mean like other compilations that i've gotten you know there's always been a couple bands that i'm just like eh, not not for me right you know um man that's a good answer because i worked in a and r for a little bit and it's not always <laughs> yeah that's the thing i love about um you know what i do is um is that i don't have to be someone that is all about finding the next best thing, you know? Right. I'm all about letting people decide what they want, you know? And you got to respect that. You totally got to respect that because there's not a lot of companies or businesses or even people that are willing to do that. Yeah, and that is something that I appreciate you saying, man, because, like I said, there's people out there that see both sides of it, and, you know, for you to, you know, see this side of it is, is important to me. Um, you know, okay, I'll be honest. I am excited. I don't. I don't really have a top five favorite albums of 2014, but I will tell you what I'm excited for. I'm excited for Enter Shikari's new album because yes. Enter Shikari is is one of my favorites, and I love what they've been putting out. I love how hardworking they are as someone who was independent for a really, really long time, um, and they. I feel like they knew what they were doing, right. um, you know, and, and I, I respect that. I look up to that. I, I you know, it, it inspires me a lot. So I'm excited to see anything Enter Shikari does. Um, um, I'm excited for the new Wonder Years album next year, um, yes. which, you know, yes. I think I've always been a huge Wonder Years fan. Um, but yeah, I, I'm sorry that I can't. I will. No. I will write something up for you <laughs> and oh, send yeah. it to you separately. And I'll, I'll, you can, you know. I'll, I'll totally put that on the end of the show. But yeah, the Wonder Years. I'm so glad you brought them up because uh, I actually was not a fan of them for the longest time until the greatest generation came out. Now I, my mind was blown. And then, yeah. Um, uh, What's the singer's name? I forgot the singer's name. Soupy. Yeah, yeah. Well, he came out with Aaron West in the Roaring Twenties. Mm, yeah. And I was like, man, this guy's such a great songwriter. Why? At least maybe for me, I was like, why is this coming out now? Is it like maturity or what? But then I listened to Old Wonder Years again, and I'm like, it's always been there. It's just now, it's it, it's a little different now. Yeah. You know, I, I've always been someone who's listened to the Wonder Years for a long long time and so um it's interesting to 
hear them speak about their older songs because their first full length that they put out, um, or even their first EP, like those were when I was in a band when I was younger, we were in like a, like a popcore band, you know, we were we took a lot of influence by like Foyer Strong and just like right. goofy pop punk bands, you know. And um, the first one year's albums that came out, the reason you know, obviously, you didn't like them, they were very immature, they were yeah. very, you know, just um, and and you know, when I was growing up, I was like, I think I was like 15 or 16 when that album came out, so it was like, um, it was for me, you know, and and it's funny now because you know. Even 22, I'll go to those shows, and, and I know they'll never play any of those first songs again. And, you know, one day I actually got to go up to them and ask them. I said, um, it was, uh, I forget what his name was. It was um, the bassist of the band, though. He was hanging out at um, one of our one of our shows here, a local show here, probably like four years ago now, five years ago. And I was like, why did you guys, it was after the Upsides came out, mm-hmm. um, they released something saying that they were they weren't playing any of their older songs anymore. They just don't want to play them. So I, I got to you know ask him. I said, "What was up, man? Like you know, why don't you play those old songs anymore? You know." And uh, and he said, "You know, we were very very ignorant when we locked, when we wrote those songs. You know, there's a lot of hidden messages that if you go back in the lyrics and read, we were spreading views and and you know that we didn't believe in that we don't want to spread. You know, that they would mention things about kind of stop snitching and 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 the, I guess the the Pennsylvania drug scene was was pretty bad for a little while, and mm. so they were they were feeling kind of bad." about you know stuff they had written so i respected it but um uh definitely i think that those are great things to to bring up that are interesting to people on an outside level so i mean if you ever get wonder years on here let me know <laughs> oh be, dude that's you know. that's one of the things <laughs> i'm trying so hard <laughs> uh, that would be so cool man now uh andrew any last things you want to say about rise or die about the future uh do you know how many compilations are going to come out with next year where can we find you on the interwebs as well all right, yeah, definitely. Well, I'm trying to make a really big impact uh, via Instagram. So um, official R O D R. If you're, uh, you know, an Instagram person, I'm trying to be more on the Twitter scene, which isn't sometimes is really hard for me because yeah. I wasn't just I just wasn't brought up with Twitter. So, but we do have a Twitter um, official R O D R as well. Um, our website is where I would say you can find anything. You can be linked to anything from right from our website. You know, all of our videos are right up there that we put up. Um, uh, riseordierecords.com and you know remember just because you know you hear the word records doesn't mean that we're a record label that you know spreads uh, you know a specific band we're not going to invest you know $5,000 into one specific band we'd rather facilitate you know the, the teaming up of a lot of really great independent bands that are out there that you've never heard before so check us out uh, Rise or Die Records and Promotions. Um, if you're an independent band that um, would like to get your music handed out to a targeted crowd, you know, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We're always trying to pick out the, you know, some really interesting tours um, that are going around. Uh, we have La Dispute and Touche Amore that's coming up. Nice. Uh, Taking Back Sunday Spring Tour um, is coming up. We're going to be doing a compilation for that as well. So, um, and uh, and might, yeah, thank you very. Oh, well. You might have to get ready for a Thrice tour too. Okay. You may All just right. need to get ready for a thrice revi- I don't know if you've heard about that, but uh, there's some news coming out in 2015. So, eh. oh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, Andrew, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, whenever you have any news, please let us know here at, here at the Kill Rock Podcast. We will be happy to spread it for you guys. And yes, send some CDs. We'll we'll I will. we'll do some contests. We'll do something with them. Uh, so thank you uh, very very much for sure hey, i'd love to also give you guys also a plug you know right on our website as well you know i'll have you guys right up there um you know maybe in the corner or something you know have your little podcast so people can play it and uh i really appreciate um you know everything that you've done for me today um and i want to you know give a shout out thanks to the kill uh kill rock podcast thank you so much for having me on for sure and 
I love your jersey once again. Uh, <laughs> Thanks so much, man. I'm really jealous of it right now. <laughs> I'll get you one for Christmas, man. I'll send it to you. Oh, thank you so much, Andrew. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm taking off. Have a great day. All right. Later, bud. And with that, we want to thank Andrew for coming on the Kill Rock podcast. Rise or Die Promotions is uh, an interesting concept, I think. Um, it's not something that a lot of people are trying or wanting or even thinking about doing. Uh, getting these bands out uh, on a compilation album that fully could support the tours that the, the compilation albums are being handed out to. It's interesting. Uh, for myself personally, I kind of wish there was a company like this when I had my band going, when the Perosia was going. Uh, I think the only thing that really sketches me out is uh, the money having to be paid for it. In which, you know, I think we we would have done it. The Perosia would have done it. Uh, split it four different ways, uh, which is no big deal. Honestly, I would pay. I would have, you know, my band pay to be on there. But it's because, you know, we think, we thought we were a really good band. And uh, we think, thought that, you know, any way of promoting ourselves is a good way of promoting yourselves and you can't make money unless you spend money, which makes total sense. And the people that are going to be listening to these comp albums are the ones that are more than likely going to be the kind of people that would support your band. Because if you're going to the frozen flame tour, let's use that as an example, the frozen flame tour, uh, featuring August burns, red miss may I, and former guest, the kill rock podcast fit for a King, uh, rise or die is, finishing and releasing their that uh, compilation album for free download on the 20th of January say you're in a band and you say hey we sound like Miss May I or we sound like August Burns Red what better way to meet make new fans by having someone uh hand out a compilation album to the people that are going to go see August Burns Red or and Miss May I and Fit for a King and I think Era's on that on that tour too. I don't see any better way uh, besides doing it yourself and handing out your own CDs. But I mean, you're not going to be able to hand out CDs in Boston if you're from San Diego, am I right? Anyways, uh, what better way to reach out to people by having someone take a compilation album with your song on it? handing it to the people that are there to see those bands. Yes, not all of them are going to listen to the whole compilation. A lot of them might not even put the compilation into their CD players. But the point is, is that there are going to be some that are going to say, hey, you know what? This really nice guy in glasses wearing a Boston Bruins jersey or an awesome Colorado Avalanche jersey handed me the CD. He was super stoked. And he's super behind what he's doing. He is passionate about the bands that he is putting on these compilation albums. I should check it out. And those people are going to check it out. And whether you are the first band on there or the last band on there, a lot of bands that are going to be on these compilation albums may not be good. But that's why there's a skip button. (laughs) And eventually someone's going to skip it all the way up to your song. And they're going to hear your intro and it's going to bring them into your music. It's going to 
drastically force them to say, hey, this band is damn good. And they're going to want to buy your CD. They might not want to like you on Facebook, but they'll want to buy your CD. And hey, when your band starts touring, who's going to be the ones that are going to be at your shows? And possibly maybe one of those people that received one of these Rise or Die compilation albums. So with that, I'm going to tell you guys, if you are in an independent band and you want your stuff put out there, whether it's through the Killer Rock podcast, whether it's through Rise or Die promotions, whether it's through anything, I say check it out. Obviously vet. Make sure that you know what you're getting yourself into. But if you see uh, the change it brings in other bands that have been, that have done, you know, that have been on the compilations or have been on the Kill Rock podcast or anywhere, I say do it. If your band is good enough, and that's the key, we can't make your bands good. You have to make your bands good. But if your band is good enough, if your songs are good enough, people are going to listen. So with that, I'm going to say thank you, Andrew Andrade, for coming on the Kill Rock podcast. It was indeed a pleasure. A few things that I should actually talk about before uh, I keep going with this about Rise or Die. Uh, like I said a few minutes ago, the August Burns Red compilation for the Frozen Flame Tour is going to be up for free download and stream on the 20th. Uh, you could check it out at Rise or Die's Bandcamp. They're also in the process of finishing up uh, the Taking Back Sunday tour compilation. I don't know if it's close to bands yet, but if it's not, I say if, if you feel like your band would be perfect to tour with Taking Back Sunday, go for it. Go see if there's any more spaces left. Also, there's a newfound glory compilation in the works and they are accepting bands for that right now. Also, they want to announce that they have support from By the Barricade. By the Barricade, uh, a publication out of Seal Beach, which is down the street from me. Well, not literally, but compared to Rise or Die, who are out in Boston, yes, it's down the street from me. Go check out By the Barricade. Uh, the website, I believe, is uh, bythebarricade.com. And also, Rise or Die is planning a festival for the summer, a two-day event camp out featuring all the bands uh, or at least most of the bands uh that have been on the compilations in the past so it's a perfect way to go find your new favorite band that you listen to on these compilation albums also it's a great way for you to check out bands in general go check out these independent bands that's all we want you to do here at the kill rock podcast as well as rise or die next week we have brent lakes from broken circles uh, records they are about to release bandits debut album and if you remember bandit we had uh dan bishop on the show it was episode 22 i believe we released it in november um they are set to release their debut album of life off broken circles records brent lakes is going to be on the show next week to talk about record labels to talk about bandit to talk about all of his bands also to talk about vinyl if you're a big fan of vinyl this episode is a must listen so with that we are going to play a jam from bandit off their debut album of life personally this is my favorite album or song on the album this song is losing in a sense 
Thank you guys for joining us here at the Kill Rock Podcast this week. Thank you, Andrew Andrade, for joining us. We will see you next Monday for Brent Lakes from Broken Circles Records. Here is Bandit, losing in a sense, here on the Kill Rock Podcast. Podcast.